What's up, everybody? Welcome back to New Generation Podcast with Marshawn. And today I have this special, very talented Justin Prera. Hello, how's it going? What's up? How are you doing today? I'm good, you know, just same old, same old, just good vibes back in the studio, you know, with the homies, just trying to record again. Yes, I love that. If you can just tell us who Justin Pereira is, where are you from? Jeez, well, um, for starters, I'm from LA. I grew up in South Central, uh, Mid-City. I pretty much move all around. I grew up on Hoover, by USC. Mm-hmm. I've kind of seen all of LA. Yeah. Seen Inglewood, you know. But, Representing, uh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, LA. I'm from LA too, so really? love it. What part? Yeah. I'm from honestly all over LA. <laughs> I grew up in Torrance, moved okay. to West LA, then, nice. to West, then from West LA the rest of my life, basically. Yeah, that's pretty far. We go to West LA to um, like UCLA. I like going out there. It's pretty yeah. Far. Yeah. Pretty so you skate too. Wow. Yeah, rapper <laughs> and skater. Yeah, those two fun. things. <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely am very, very aware and very, you know, known with the skater community. Yeah, that's lit. No, for sure. I could pop a couple of tricks. I'm not too crazy. I'm not going to grind up, you know, like stairs, but... Oh, my goodness. I could do a heel flip hard. here and there. Right? <laughs> he said I could do a train flip. <laughs> yes. So, who is Justin Prera? Well, I'm just, um, 21 years old. Uh, just, uh... 20 year old, a 21 year old like Hispanic dude that kind of grew up in the hood basically and yeah. I just grew up around like black culture I never really knew my Hispanic side so mm-hmm. I grew up listening to rap music and I I gravitated towards the culture and just the music in general from there it opened the gateways to different music different do- different genres I got right. into disco got into rock got into pretty much everything and anything just because I was just a fan of music love that and you can definitely hear that in your in your music too thank you appreciate it and yeah, i just pretty definitely. much just want to give back to music as much as it gives me right i think that's how a lot of artists feel as an artist as a creative that's that's our main goal is just to give back to the people yeah 100 percent. like a thousand. at the end of the day like things come and go but if you can make a track that really stands the time like well respected and not only does it impact people's lives but it can impact their kids lives and their kids kids and just live on and has its own legacy definitely we're trying to make classics not trends (laughs) okay what age did you find a love for music it kind of panned in and out throughout the years like my love for music like kind of came in and out i I used to hate i had a part of my life where i hated music just because it was like just kind of like all I was around and I didn't listen to music I enjoyed mm-hmm. so it was just like I felt like it was annoying <laughs> so I yeah. kind of stayed away from music for a while but Stop. It kind of, I couldn't uh, imagine my whole life music has just been like yeah. that holy grail you know? yeah I know since well ever since I found it again you know it really just you know saved me and it's my therapy and just you know gets me through the day every day definitely and and with therapy tell me how that is for you what do you do exactly that um, incorporates music with your therapy with your you know sanctuary your yeah, sin no, time 100%. yeah no i mean when i'm in here i kind of time just flies and i don't really mind anything everything's just toned out you know it's not the world it's just i'm here nothing else is going on 
song and making right. something that people enjoy and something I'll enjoy and something that my friends would be like, yo, this slaps. <laughs> right. It's more of impressing my friends and more than anything. Oh, I love that. Keeping your circle. Keep it in the circle. That's one of yeah. my other mottos that I say on here is support your circle. And- 100%. Yeah, no, I'm big on, friend- on friends and just having that connection and just knowing that you have support from other people, knowing that they got your back as much as you got theirs. Right, so you would say, like, when you're in the studio, you're releasing those emotions of your daily life. Um, well, honestly, here and there, you know, like, there's times where I come in here, I have no plans, I have nothing in mind. You know, my boys play me beats, and they just pretty much go off, and I, you know, something sparks off of them. I, I can't really go off of just my own thoughts randomly sometimes. Sometimes I have to have somebody give me an idea just just... It could be a conversation, it could be a word, it could be anything, really. Oh, I, I totally agree. And me and my friend was talking about that today, actually, how artists, you uh, there's a face to every single brand or, or every artist. You know, you know them for that one thing, but yeah. art is a collaborative thing. You cannot 100%. make something, you cannot make a masterpiece by yourself, basically. And exactly. he was saying how even Kanye West said, you know, everything is collaborative. All his albums, all his, you know, projects, he couldn't have done by himself. He needed those yeah. other artists and thoughts. And that's amazing. And I feel like you don't hear that a lot. You hear, oh, yeah, I did this. I did that. Yeah, but, no, it's, you know. it's more of, more of a, if it wasn't for them, I would, really wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing, you know? Teamwork makes yeah, a dream work, it's funny, right? When I, when I actually started taking it seriously, one of my closest friends, I met randomly because um well back to the question of uh, where like where I am and where I originated the whole like music started like where I started and where I enjoyed music um yeah I was a kid and I pretty much just moved around a lot and, and you know as kids do they all listen to music and so I found the Game Boy started listening to the Pokemon music I was like this shit is crazy I was like this is insane <laughs> stop like, this type of stuff I was like, there's no way some dude sits down on the keyboard and makes this stuff right and then after that my dad became a did parties here and there but it was mainly like you know hispanic parties so uh-huh. that's where i was kind of sick of music i was just like i don't want to hear this stuff you know right like i'm I, the same thing every weekend so i kind of got sick of it right then we moved to the high desert and when i moved out there it was from second grade to like i would say fifth mm-hmm. um pretty much like you know moving out there everybody's to themselves it's the desert so you want to stay home everybody has ac so nobody really hangs out with anybody unless you know each other and I was kind of excluded, so all I really had was video games and music, so I started listening to electronic music. I got into Daft Punk. They were a huge inspiration in the end. Wow. Yeah, I really got into Daft Punk. From there, came back to LA. My dad was DJing again. We would go to the record store every now and then, and I I have this specific memory when we went, and um, uh, my mom was with us, and uh, we were walking around, and I saw this, uh, this CD, but I thought it was a video game. Mm-hmm. And it was 808s and Heartbreak by Kanye West. Stop. Yeah, and I told my mom, I was like, I want that. And she was like, uh, I don't know if your dad's going to let you listen to it because, you know, it's rap music. Right. And I was like, it's not. like, And I tried to, like, find a loophole and, she, you know, it worked around. And she was like, fine, just don't let your dad see. Mm-hmm. Listen to 808s, changed my life. I was like, why am I sad? I'm a little kid. I don't know what feelings are. Why is <laughs> making me really sad? And it just right. really changed my life to see how sounds and somebody's vocal Perfect collaboration to really make a masterpiece. So from there, I got into rap 
School is just a toxic yeah. place in period. Definitely. Meanwhile, they don't know what they want Still while we're even 20, 21, 22, they still are acting like we're in high school, still scared to do what they want to do. Like, yeah. come on, life yeah. is too short. Do what you want to do. Definitely. Oh, 40, 50, it don't. Age is nothing but a number. <laughs> no, but yeah, and I was going to say, it's amazing how people say like, oh, you can live life without music or music is unnecessary. But if you listen to so many people or, or creative story, music brought their family together. It's incorporated in their in their in their growth in their almost spirituality you know like you know to keep them sane in hard times and bad times and i definitely hear that in your story so i love that yeah i mean it's been a journey working you know just like right. it, was, it was crazy i used to i remember writing in my room and having to write a song for a week straight that was a minute and then i would load it up on garage van on my old mac have a sock have a mic and it had a sock on it i would record only for like i would say like 30 minutes before the fan would overheat and then i would have to wait for the next day to work again otherwise you'd hear the fan and the feedback so stop that's I would just dedication work, yeah, so i would just work like that for a minute but it was it was torture like i wanted to get songs out and they just wouldn't sound good right and, and now they sound amazing yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's all just a reflection, you know. A lot of, a lot of, you know, throughout COVID, I've been doing a lot of reflecting. You know, it was time to slow down. You know, I was a lot of time to myself, so I really had time to like get back. You know, life is fast, so you don't really tend to see and appreciate the things that fly by. Yes. You don't see the blessings in front of you. So, Definitely. I just saw how things lined up, and it was just hard work, dedication, and just manifestation. Oh. Yes, you're you're answering questions I haven't even asked yet. <laughs> yeah, so you know you're saying how 808 inspired you, started you, and I, my next question was when did rapping become a passion of yours? So starting there. Yeah. Um. Well. Yeah, it was basically after I heard 808s. I just got really into rap music, and from there my cousins they would you know sneak me uh, Eminem CDs. CDs, Yang Yang Twins, Juicy J, just, yeah, just all this 2000 music, T-Pain, Lil Wayne, I was just listening to everything and anything, and I was just soaking it up, and my mind was just, I just always had this tendency to just remember the songs, I wouldn't know the song names, you know, I wouldn't listen to these songs, but when they were on, I'd just, you know, recite them completely, Yes. so I don't know, and even as a kid, it sounds kind of goofy, but I remember rapping to myself in the mirror when I was like 10, 11, you know, I had one does. <laughs> so it's funny, you know, that it's like, it kind of just, it's funny where life takes you. Right, and it, it definitely fills you up. You don't even know that you're practicing or, or preparing yourself for your future. Yeah, you know, you I was know. clueless at 10. You know, I was, just, right. I was just having fun. I was just wishing I was Kanye West. Right. <laughs> and then now I'm just like, okay, that's a well-established artist. How can I be as equal, if not better than him, you know, top the scale? Definitely. You don't want to 
want to raise the bar and you never want to be the guy who gets stopped. Oh, okay. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah. So how would you describe your sound? Um, my sound kind of fluctuates. I mean, it goes everywhere. I mean, I kind of don't ever go to the studio with a certain, I, like, I have to sound like this. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. I do, sometimes I don't. It's just, it's all concepts. And ultimately, I don't want to stick to a genre. I don't just want to be a rapper. You know, you know I, I want to write for other people eventually, you know, have these big songs that can be huge, you know? Because right. I'm, not, I'm not the best singer. Right. But I have heard a lot of singing songs, and I feel like I can have my input and have an amazing vocalist do their thing, you know? I, I agree. I agree. And, you know, there's a lot of titles in the industry. It's not just rapper, singer. Yeah. And songwriters is the ones that make the most decisions yeah. or, you know, have the most control over what goes on, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I just pretty much, like, I just want to do all genres, you know? Eventually, I want to do some disco stuff. Like I said, Daft Punk's a huge influence. Maybe eventually I'll do some stuff like Get Lucky, you know. Right. And, and, right. And, and my previous episodes, I've talked about how creatives today don't want to be held in a box. There's no genre really for anyone these days. It's just how they sound, how they think, how they feel for that day, for that album, for that single, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, I feel like it's all just music progression and just music has progressed over time you know there's different genres within rap you know there's melodic rap there's boom bap rap there's um you know they have different flows now you got the migos flow you know the baby flow you know you got people right. that are doing completely different stuff you know like Playboy Party flow Party. yeah all these different right. dudes you know and it, it's just really nice to see how it progressed and you know it really makes me happy it's not just one same thing again and again that's true um innovation is the whole point of yeah. what we're doing, you know? It's all about progress. Definitely. Tell me about your latest EP, Before, or Before, however. Is that, am I saying it right? Yeah, it's Before. Before, yeah. Yeah. So, that, with oh. that EP, yeah, yeah, it's actually called Before. Um, so, I wanted to do a Before and After EP, actually. That uh, was my initial plan, but. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, but I also <laughs> thought about it and I was like, well, I need to show people how I can actually rap rap before I do anything with autotune. Because mm-hmm. people are quick to judge, oh, well, that's the autotune doing the work for him, you know? True, true. But people are also quick to forget autotune is an instrument, just like your, vo- your voice is an instrument. You're using your voice as an instrument. Definitely. You know? If Definitely. I can, if I could, like, make autotune, like, a simplified, like, real, like, blank terms, is there's a bar you need to reach where is a note, and you're slightly below it, the autotune will just put you on that bar. Right. But if you're not even close to that bar and you're trying to get to it, the autotune's not going to help you at all. It's just going to sound wacky. Right. So it's all about just trying to learn how your vocals work, how to manipulate the autotune and just work. But yeah, I just really wanted to show people I could rap <laughs> and just, yeah. just kind of like, you know, I could do more than just one thing. Right. Tell me about the process of completing it for you, your struggles, your setbacks, you know, um, writing blocks. Yeah, I mean, like, when it came to B4, it was all very organic, you know, I never, whenever I, most of my tapes, I'm, I'm never like, okay, we're sitting down, this is this, this is this, because then I feel like you're kind of making something that can change, you're, you're forcing your, you're forcing yourself to lock something in, but things always change. Right. So, if you don't want to change anything, you're just going to have a dated album. 
but if you constantly progress it and you work throughout time then it'll just build up and it, it'll build itself right so all these songs are just songs from throughout the years just compiled into one you know um how can i say it what's the word i don't even know but <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> cohesive. yeah cohesive one cohesive project oh i yeah. get it yes definitely definitely I love it. I love it. And before you're saying how your friends help you, you know, they give you a, a couple beats, you listen to them, play it back, however you feel. Yeah. Um, I wanted to know, do you produce your own tracks also? I actually do not. Um, uh-huh. So I'm signed to a label called Young Records. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been signed for two, this has got to be my third year after I, my contract renewal. So mm-hmm. I've been signed for yeah three years now and I have label mates, which is my my boy XB, he's a he's an artist. He's not only an artist, but he produces and he does. A, he also wants to DJ and do EDM. Shout out XB. Uh, shout out XB. <laughs> then we got Catchphrase, crazy producer, does mm-hmm. half the beats on this project. Wow! Shout out yeah, him so too. Half, so it's basically, most of my beats are Catchphrase and XB. Yeah. Anything I'm on is Catchphrase or XB. Wow. Yeah. Do, I don't I don't think I hear do they have tags? I don't think I heard yeah, their tags. Uh uh so Queen XB had a beat. Oh, that's and the tag. Okay. What other one do we have? We have a bunch that, you know, they're in the vault, but they're bound to come out soon. So. Yeah. No, I love it. I love it. And then um our other yeah, I think that's oh and then we also got Domo Size. Mm-hmm. Another artist is a rapper actually in Right. Incredibly so, talented. Right. Is this record label new? It's called, what is it called? Young Records. Young Records. Is this uh, a new record label? Yeah, so um, XV basically, um, he started the label throughout himself. He pretty much saw how, you know, these labels are pretty much just trying to leech you out. And they're mm-hmm. not really trying to help artists. And he saw that he had this opportunity. And he was able to get these connections and plug himself into all these places. And he realized, okay, if I could plug myself in these places, why can't I help other people that want to? started the label through that you know kept going kept going making music as he was doing his own thing met uh, one of the artists that was previously signed on the label named vision they started working that was the first signee uh then jumbo came in and i was next and then after, after me it was catchphrase right yeah. i love it and i love i you know i love those like i don't want to say twerk some <laughs> <laughs> But that's how it is to me, because when I hear your music, I'm like, hey, hey, yeah, hey. No, honestly, like, the thing with me is whenever I, like, try to make, like, when I listen to beats and I'm like, okay, this has this sound, I will try to, I will try to make what I will. So, for example, if you hear a Tiger beat, people are like, oh, Tiger would sound good on this, right? Right. So, in my, in my mind, I'm like, okay, Tiger would sound good, but how would I do it? Right. So, if, right. I, was, if I was to rap with Tiger, how would I do it on this song? Right. So that's kind of my thought process throughout most of my songs. I think it's executed well. Thank you. I do. Thank you. So this next question, I want you to really think mm-hmm. about it. It's a little controversial. I don't say that. But, you know, as a journalist, I need to ask these questions. Okay. Right. In most of your songs, you do say the N-word. Right. I just want you to tell me your thoughts on the controversy of the word and why you feel so comfortable saying the word. Right, 100%. Uh-huh. Um, so, actually, my dad, he's uh, half Egyptian, 
Mm-hmm. So he's from the motherland, <laughs> and that's yeah. what I say, you know, because I don't, I don't really feel in tune with Hispanic culture. I grew up around it, yeah. but my first friend, African American, I grew up around African American culture. Yeah. My idols are all African American. Mm-hmm. It's not anything to, you know, it's not. I'm not trying to bash anybody, you right. know. Right. No, of course. I feel like with, it, it all matters in context, you know. Mm-hmm definitely matters in context and it matters what you're trying to do and what you're trying to say i'm not trying to you know make so if i say it's not a group of people i'm talking about it's whoever they put themselves whoever wants to put themselves in that position because i'm usually saying that flexing on some dudes right right so usually it's somebody who would put themselves in that position i think african-american people are incredibly intelligent highly successful right you know i don't think anything about you know anything like that and usually like i'm a huge i've been into comedy my whole life you know comedy is dark you know definitely so definitely they they don't really they just do it's like like it's art you know open to interpretation of course i knew this would happen you know some people would be like why is he using that or you know they'd be like Mm -hmm. oh you shouldn't do that but then again you know it's all about where your heart is and what you're trying to say and at the end of the day it's all about art it's nothing deeper than that you know as you give your credit back to african-american culture 100%. you know that's pretty and much that's, why i started right exactly and that's why that's that's respected you know yeah. thank you for answering yeah. that question no 100 yeah. yeah it's something i knew was bound to come up but i'm never like too shy away to strand from it you know I'm, right i, know I mean you my, can't be you're yeah, bold that was yeah. bold no, I, know, <laughs> I know where my i know where my head is at i know where my heart is at and i have never know i never have malintent you know it's yeah. always about the culture of music and it's about pushing music forward. Okay, okay. I noticed in your song there's a lot of affirmation. And, and what I mean by affirmation is like um, when people say, oh, I got this car. Right. And, or, oh, I got all this money. Da, 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 da. Yeah. That's, a, that's an affirmation because mm-hmm. they're trying to speak it into their life. And yeah. with that, I wanted to know, do you believe in the power of manifestation? I believe 100% in manifestation. I would not be here at all if it wasn't for manifestation. I would have never yes. seen half the things I would have seen. I would have never met these incredible people I consider friends and people I consider like you know work people I work with. You know, right? So I think manifestation is a huge thing, and not only is it a huge thing, but you have to also put the hard work and dedication into it. You can't just be like, well, one day I'm gonna be a millionaire and just sit on your ass. You really gotta figure out, okay, how am I gonna get there? what exactly. steps do I got to do to really be a millionaire and if you set exactly. your mind to it you know you might you might not be a millionaire you might be you might get that 999,000 right <laughs> right right but you were close and you could say you were close exactly. it's all about having it's all about the process of trying to get there you'll never get there no matter what it's all about having that vision and chasing that right and with manifestation to to put the fuel behind it is believing in yourself no matter what you know with that is believing in yourself having faith in yourself yeah you know you cannot and and having confidence you know you can be selling crap but if you have confidence in yourself people will buy buy it and people will listen to you and i think with all of it it's just us wanting to have a platform to be heard as having a platform to have a say in what goes on in our community or what goes on in our lives. Right, yeah. 
don't know, like, um, my first project really was, you know, I have a, I have phases throughout my music. They're really just timestamps. There's times where I make this certain sound, and I'm like, this is fun, okay? Just something else, man. Just something else. I never right. really, like, uh, never really look back and be like, we need to replicate that times a hundred. You know, right. if you could do that, you know, good three times, what does it matter if you do it four? Right. It's about renovating and making new stuff and constantly having people definitely definitely as an artist that's like <laughs> the best thing to do yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know you'd be making the same album five times and it's like come on i'm like come on position, you know? at all times exactly so it's like why get comfortable never get comfortable moral of the story yeah, okay exactly your latest song blue ranger recently come out tell me about that song see that single Jeez, that song is oh, i love that song so much i don't know i'm really i'm really happy whenever i listen to my auto tune stuff mm-hmm. uh i really grew up listening to a lot of like r&b um t-pain you know right neo who else jay holiday like all these people using right. auto tune so i always knew like i wanted to replicate that i heard daft punk they used auto well they use a vocoder Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, it's kind of somewhat sound, similar sounding. But, yeah, seeing all those people just really inspired me. And I just always wanted to do autotune. So I just kept doing autotune. Um, yeah, Catchphrase sent me the beat. I heard the beat, and I was like, yo, dude, this is insane. <laughs> I was like, I got to hop on this for sure. And I don't That's know, an amazing feeling. Yeah. Like, when, because I know it's hard to explain to a producer, this is the sound I want. And, right. And when they give you exactly what was in your head it's the best feeling yeah it's, in the it's world it's pretty interesting like nine times out of ten half the beats like these guys give me i never tell them hey i need this or you gotta do this i let them do what they need to do you know right. they're the producer who am i to tell them what to, what to do i don't right. know how to make it sound good like these guys know what they're doing <laughs> too, so it's amazing do to be thing. on one accord too though yeah yeah like, no of course there's been right. times where you know i have songs written like for example one of my huge things when i you know i'm home i can't have no i have no beats i haven't communicated with these dudes i go on youtube listen to these tight beats i just make full songs on them mm-hmm. these guys are so crazy i show them the beats they basically make brand new beats on them Stop. So they hear the beats on youtube and they're like oh that's decent then they make a better one just to like flex on me and i'm like oh bro for sure <laughs> so then i hop on those and that's pretty much how like process goes it's either i you know i show them concepts I've, I've created or they show me something new and we just make it in the studio right the dream team yeah it's just that chemistry and just most mainly it's just these dudes are my friends really you know like before any of this label stuff like you're just cool homies like i was i was knowing domo for years before i got signed right you know like all these guys are my friends before anything right. it's really dope to have that chemistry i love that having your friends get up with you yeah it's, it's super inspiring too because you know it's not just some other dude telling you to work hard it's your boy so you're like yeah i gotta work hard i definitely feel it i definitely i i love all my friends and yeah. you know my friends are definitely my inspiration and yeah. they hear all of my ideas they're my soundboard so i i agree with you yeah yes so last question when finishing a song or album, what does it have, have to consist of for you to be content with your work? 
I feel like you kind of answered this, but just to go into more depth, if yeah. you understand. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, really, like, you know, I do what I do, the song comes out, and most of the time, you know, I, I, I try my best to feel the room, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm like, if I say this is good, somebody might have another idea and be like, okay, you can try this. So I always feel the room, and mainly, you know, my, my boy Sebastian just really... Long. He's our he's our uh, audio engineer and he's mixing engineer and he records us as well. So you know he's been doing this for so long. He just he's gonna tell me, yo, bro, go back in there. <laughs> right. And I'm gonna be like, okay. And I just have to keep doing it and just have that faith in him. You know, I might think it's a good take, but if he's like, nope, then I gotta do it again. You know, and right. we just keep telling each other. You know, we play the song a couple times. Every now and then, I'm like, okay, maybe I'll change this, but. Nine times out of ten, I'm like, okay, on to the next thing. You know, I have too many ideas. I can't. I don't really dwell much on the, on one song for too long. I'm just like, this song is fire. I love this song, but let's make a new song. And at the end of the day, I love all my songs. You know, they're like my kids. Right. I can't pick a favorite. It's awesome. I just love. I just try my best to make music I enjoy. Right. So it's, uh, I'm sorry to cut you off, but one of the biggest no. things I, uh, I I told I tell myself that I got from. It's funny because Kanye West is a huge influence. his music his music I don't know about him as a person but you know but (laughs) he's kind of you know here and there but his music really inspired me and you know one of the biggest things he said was he was uh oh no it was Aziz Ansari a comedian went to Kanye West's house he was at Kanye West's house walks in the door Kanye West is listening to his own music bobbing his head as hard as he could (laughs) and he's like yo you listen to your own music and Kanye West goes yeah, that's why I make it. Oh. Just, at the end of the day, I thought about it and I was like, you have to make something you're going to want to listen to. Definitely. You know, I used to be ashamed of my music back then because it was really bad. It was pretty, pretty bad. But throughout like working throughout the years and having the right people tell me how to work and what to do and trial and error, trial and error, you know, you figure it out. And now I'm confident enough to play my music whenever, wherever. <laughs> right. That's gross. And with consistency comes growth 100%. and success. Yes, ma'am. And I love it so much. I, um, yeah. So what, I know that that was supposed to be the last question, but what is the next move for Justin Frera? She, the next move, as of today, after this call, all my boys are <laughs> here, so we're about to have some crazy studio session. Love it. Um, but future plans. I have a tape coming out soon. It's going to be a collab tape with uh, XV slash London. Um, so I'm super hyped. It's going to be beat by him, by XV and Catchphrase. Love it. So it might have features. So people got to look out for that. Um, a couple more singles throughout the year. Definitely look out for videos, visualizers. Yes, um, give us the visuals. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, <laughs> I'm just really excited to continue to drop music that people would enjoy and to continue to play and just you know at the end of the day yes. it's all about music so if they enjoy it then i'm doing something right yes keep giving us those hot girl summer mixes please <laughs> <laughs> okay keep giving us those summer joints um yes i love it i i love your music and i hope i, I give you prosperity and peace so, <laughs> so yes Thank you so much, Justin, for hanging out with us today on New Generation. And 
I will see you guys later or talk to you guys later. <laughs> Bye everyone.